welcome to another talk here. I'm gonna stand up today, did a lot of sitting. So um gonna talk a little bit about single lines. Uh, maybe I'll start out by playing uh, a little bit. And uh, so one of the goals that uh, we're gonna set out to um, work with here is to um, play um, play the changes through through a tune. So um, I'll start out by playing a little bit, and then um, we'll talk about kind of what what approaches I might might be uh, taking. So when we um, play single lines, um, we can um, we can play uh, through changes even um, a cappella. So um, um, and this is a really um, important um, skill to have. So whether you play something um, solo. Um, like solo guitar or chord melody or or anytime you're playing alone um, to uh, 
outline or or kind of communicate what the what the chord is, like what the changes are. Um, and then, you know, even if we're, if we're playing um, with a group uh, performing or just jamming or what have you, um, it's important to also have that going so we're not necessarily uh, leaning on other uh, musicians for uh, for the changes and to just have kind of an awareness of of really the, the basic gist of it and then also you know kind of the specifics of what's happening at any moment in time. So I'm gonna change my view here. Um, I'm recording this for a podcast but um, so I'm gonna keep this as um, audio only friendly um, as I can. Um, but we also have as a benefit to our members here on the YouTube channel. Uh, Fretprints.com, you can find that, or uh, through uh, youtube.com forward slash Fretprints. Uh, we have some videos, close-ups of the um, guitar neck and everything. Okay, so one thing is even if you play arpeggios or don't play arpeggios, being aware of where the chord tones are um, and playing them maybe at certain times, um, you can outline the changes in that way. So of course you could um, exclusively kind of play play chords, but you know you might want to mix, you know like I played a little little bit there, you might want to mix something else in as well. Right. So we have you know scales that we can play. we're kind of thinking about those chords and he, while we're doing it um, then we can we can kind of anchor it in a way so so we have the arpeggio and we have really really we have four four notes there right and then we have another eight notes available to us on the chromatic scale so really good can play pretty much anything but um, kind of again staying rooted in the um, in the chord itself and I'm gonna mostly probably talk about chords we'll see what else I end up talking about but um, we also have um, scales like a bebop scales that can kind of bridge some of the um, the tones so there we have an eight note scale and we're basically hitting some of the consonances on the on the on the beats there so if, if you say one two three four one right then that kind of hit some consonances the root third fifth sixth and the root again 
Okay, those are some very consonant tones on that sound. Okay, so kind of bridging between the fifth, since the fifth is a whole step away from the sixth, right? So they're playing a chromatic note in between. Okay. Now, the first, let's say, four chords, uh, we can play all these uh, major seven type type things. So, so if you're, um, let's say, not, um, you haven't outlined every all the patterns and everything or all the shapes of the guitar, um, then you can take some content and you can and maybe move it up three frets. So let's say you came up with something like uh, So I played kind of the same relative four notes there. You know, I played the third, fifth, seven, and the root of each chord. Right? Um, or you can kind of make take something like that and maybe mix it up. So okay, and then it kind of changes changes it around a little bit. Doesn't make it quite as um, as obvious what you're doing. So um, so that's that's one stage that you, that you can. Um, work at or that we can work at um, now another thing that we can do is um, try to uh, keep these changes but maybe stay in a position so that gets us to kind of a little bit of a deeper level so if we were to play position so I moved from fifth position into uh, sixth position if you want to take it really far then you can really get into um, kind of anchoring the second finger right and then playing um, um, and kind of staying in position playing through all the changes that's very that's very thorough so um, that's a good exercise to, to try to work at. Well, we know about these chords. Um, so we talked about this. Okay, so we can visualize those chord shapes. All right, and then we get into some other uh, progressions. Now, the next progression is a two, five, Right, so that is something that is a um, as a progression that's very um, often played. So we want to be kind of comfortable with that with that sound. Um, 
And you can I'll really focus on the five. There's a lot of it available to us for for this. So we have, um, and I think I talked about this a little bit with with uh, yesterday's talk. Is uh, we have um, really all the nines. Okay. Uh, really, all, all the sixes or both sixes and. Um, both fours, okay, and then the tones of the uh, B flat seven itself. So, so it's really you know you might really try to think about a lot of uh, chromatic uh, tones and uh, or maybe substitutes for a for the dominant seven, so maybe E7. Okay, so then you would maybe say, okay, single line, let's play uh, F minor to the E dominant and then to the E flat. Or you can start playing around with um, uh, the four, four chords that you could associate with the uh, uh, diminished scale. So let's say, um, so we talked about E would be included in that, so B flat and E, right? But also uh, E, uh, D flat. Let's hear what that sounds like. So. Okay, so we have that sound. Doesn't have quite as much much pull, but it's it's just another sound. You know, it's another thing that we can do. Okay, let's see what else we have. We have uh, a G, right? So we could have F minor, G. So they have these different, you know, kinds of motions around around things. So I won't go too too far, but really you can play a lot of dominant. So you can play maybe um, D, and then play E or E. you can can do there I won't go too deep into that but um all right so what else can we do well we have another progression we start we might say okay we might play E flat there for a minute and then do our two five and G flat so again we can take a lot of this content up here 
So that's sort of a nice thing about you know the guitar is that we have these shapes and we can transpose really easy um, just by moving moving a, a contour of a shape over um, just those frets. Okay, so the progression we go back, you know, we go back to this. Another thing is to think about, you know, what, what impression does that make, you know, to have, um, what impression does it have on the ear to, um, to go from E flat, you know, to to the G flat major seven over the E flat, and we talked about this. We talked about this yesterday, I believe, or the day before, or both. Um, but so that that is a minor kind of sound. The ear is going to hear that as minor. So go. Okay. So we can also think. Okay. Well, E flat major. flat minor right? okay and that's almost you know two five one down there like kind of like we talked about but we have major so it has a particular sound on it um, all right so then we get this well let's talk about the last uh, section so we have this uh, F minor the two chord and then we have D minor seven flat five so those are very close re closely related sounds right if we were to compare you know F minor six right that would be kind of the first inversion of the D minor seven flat five right so kind of really kind of one note difference between those two chords right um, so we can use some some similar sounds right okay and now it starts to hit this G7 So another thing that we can do to kind of work with some changes, especially if something's going by pretty quickly, um, is we might might play a pentatonic sort of sound. So that's what I just played there. So we have the um, G7, and I'm putting a flat nine on it. So I guess it's a pretty compatible sound with the D minor seven flat five, and those are usually usually kind of linked up in their own two five progression. So we have a two five of the uh, relative minor. Okay, so we can even view the um, the D minor. It's almost like a almost like a G sus with a flat nine and then we kind of let that sus resolve into the third okay, and then we go to the uh, 
So we can think about the relatedness of, of chords. So keeping in mind that in music we only have, I say only, I mean, it's a lot to work with, but um, we have 12 tones, but we have lots and lots of chords. So there must be overlap, there must be commonality. So, and there are. So if we, let's see if we play C minor. So here I'm playing on the top four strings. I'm on eighth position. Just kind of barring that with my first finger. And let's say you go to second inversion of the C minor seven. Gonna watch what happens if I go to um, A minor seven flat five. I'm just we're only gonna change one finger. And the fourth finger's moving down a half step. Everything else remains the same. So that's um, again similar to what we looked at with the F minor and the uh, D minor 755. Okay, here we have a C minor 7 and an A minor 7 flat 5. So we can use this knowledge of um, of chords and how chords tend to move, how voices tend to flow to inform our um, melodic playing, sort of play through. And like I said, on, on guitar, right, we had this. I just played the same thing, right? I just moved it down from 10th fret to 5th fret. There, I just came up with something different, but um, that's that's kind of available to us. Now, we want to at least, at least I, I would hope, I would think, um, we would want to um, be able to play changes in just one position or, or move in a couple of positions or have that control. But um, if we're still working at that out, why not, you know, use what's use what we know use what's available so if you have something like that so that would work well on that change right and then we have a three six So then we're um, kind of through all those um, all those changes. Um, so even though we can play um, maybe somewhat outside or, or a variety variety of things, we always want to be um, kind of anchored in um, whatever the changes are for a. Um, particular tune. 
All right, well, that's going to conclude our talk. We went through the progression basically one time, kind of an informal talk today. Um, so um, I hope everybody's enjoyed this. Um, if you're checking this out on the podcast, sure to um, visit the YouTube channel, if nothing else, and uh, check out the um, member area where you can find this uh video everybody for listening check it out and i will see you all in the next one